Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, good evening. This is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode 126. You've probably guessed by the sound of my voice, dear listener, that I am coming to you extemporaneously tonight. I'm also coming to you from what I hope will be the place I come to you now most of the time, which is on my back patio. I will post a picture of it that I took earlier today when it was light. It is now dark. The weather is cool, but not too cold. Dampness in the air. There was some rain earlier and quiet. No crickets just yet. I think the temperature is probably a little too low for them. But I come to you out here and spent some time out here today, which was nice, uh, doing some of my grading, some of my homework. was going to mow the lawn in the backyard until I saw that clouds were moving in and eventually rain came, so I didn't get to that today. The dandelions have one more day to be out there. I did, though, today keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God, and I did right here on the patio, although it wasn't looking around, rather it was in what I was reading. So it's dark out here. I haven't yet hung my um, lights, my twinkle lights up. Got to do that one of these days. So be careful as you pull one of the chairs up around this glass table and let's sit for a while and enjoy the time and Allow me to tell you about my day. So it was right here in this spot today. As I mentioned, I was grading my papers. But after I finished grading those papers, I needed to finish highlighting a document that I'm going, that my students, my sophomores, are going to be using for their research paper. And I've already given them the document and the assignment. Today, though, it was highlighting it, annotating it, just to make it a little easier for them to navigate. The document that I'm referring to has only been out for about three weeks now, and it is Pope Francis's most recent apostolic exhortation, which is a fancy word for a letter. And it is called, in Latin, Gabdaute et Exultate which I'm sure my Latin is uh, not good, so I'm probably slaughtering that. It means, in English, rejoice and be glad. And it's a wonderful letter, very readable, incredibly pastoral. I will put a link to it on the Facebook page. Try to link to my highlighted version so you can take a look at that yourself and uh, see, maybe skim it a little bit easier with the highlighted parts. It has gotten a bit of attention, in part because Pope Francis focuses on something eminently practical and pastoral, which is how do we live lives of holiness? That is our goal, is to be holy, to be like the saints. And, you know, I I think if I were to ask my students, what do you want to be? A lot of them would say rich and famous and successful and healthy and Those aren't terrible things in and of themselves, but they are not the ultimate thing that's going to bring us happiness and bring us joy and help us to experience heaven now and eternally. 
that is only holiness. And Pope Francis, in very readable language, explains to the faithful, to one of much experience in the faith, and also one maybe with little experience in the faith, how to live this holiness. I'm not going to walk you through the entire letter. It has some parts that have made headlines in part because you can hear Pope Francis responding to some of his critics, some of the people that he feels are misinterpreting what it means to live a life following Christ. He defines and interprets, I guess you could say, two heresies that go all the way back to the earliest days of the church, Gnosticism, which is believing it's all about knowledge and perhaps even secret knowledge, and Pelagianism, which has to do with earning one's salvation, that through our works we can be saved. And both of these are heresies. Both of these have been rejected time and again by the church. Yet, there is something about them that is very attractive, perhaps even seductive, so they still remain, and you can see them in the world all around us. After rebuting, refuting, rebutting those, Pope Francis then looks at the Beatitudes as the guide, as the map for what Jesus himself says holiness is all about. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, and so forth. And he lays these out very briefly, three paragraphs or so each. And in them, he makes it crystal clear and, and very relatable in how to live these and why they are so important. And then in the last section, he helps us to know what are the characteristics? How do we live? What does it look like to be a holy person? And he breaks them down into joy and good humor. He talks about prayer and constancy and prayer. And the one that he talked about that I think struck me and, and the one paragraph that I want to read and share with you, dear listener, and probably the one paragraph in which I felt I feel the greatest experience of God because of how inspiring it is to me. And I think how it should or could be helpful in addressing this time of change and this time of newness and this time of uncertainty, I think. So Pope Francis writes, this is paragraph 135. He says, God is eternal newness. He impels us to constantly to set out anew, to pass beyond what is familiar to the fringes and beyond. God takes us to where humanity is most wounded, where men and women beneath the appearance of a shallow conformity continue to seek an answer to the question of life's meaning. God is not afraid. He is fearless. He is always greater than our plans and schemes. Unafraid of the fringes, he himself became a fringe. And he quotes scripture, Philippians and John uh, gospel. So if we dare to go to the fringes, we will find God there. Indeed, God is already there. Jesus is already there in the hearts of our brothers and sisters, in their wounded flesh, in their troubles and in their profound desolation. Jesus is already there. Whew. <laughs> Good stuff. 
Good, good stuff. Unafraid of the fringes, God himself became a fringe. Wow. Yeah, and, and this really is one of the things that the Pope, the good Pope Francis speaks against, is those who think that faith can be done, can be lived, that holiness can be lived without care for the poor, care for the migrant, care for the most vulnerable being out there on the fringes. And in one of the most famous and sure to be most controversial paragraphs, he says that care for the unborn, while it is essential and foundational, we must care for those who are born, and especially those who are seeking to care for their children. And Pope Francis, we all know, has a special fondness and care in his heart, and which has been shown in his action, for migrants, for uh, refugees, for those who are displaced people. So it was, again, out here on the back porch today when the sun was out, and I sat reading this, feeling God's presence, God speaking to me through it, inspired by the words, inspired by this holy man who is such an important and valuable person for our times, the witness that he gives that really is counter to the way others, too many others, are, are living. The type of person that we're holding up right now is so very different than what Pope Francis lives and, and who he is. And I, I am so grateful that God has given us in this time period and I pray for his well-being. I pray for the church. I pray for all of her men and women and children. And I pray for the grace that we can live these words boldly. So in conclusion, what words have you heard lately that have spoken to you of God's presence? What words have you heard that have inspired you words that in healing hearing them like the apostles on the road to Emmaus inspired your heart to be burning within you what words do you read today and perhaps even tomorrow thanks for listening blessings and peace <music>